federal charges. So, for example, in this case, again, we still need more information. The following is another Class Kids sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Oh, that was beautiful, Doug. He got stuffed on a shot, the shuts, and he peeks out. Now he's stuffed down in a double. He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. Today, it's live coverage to the Nebraska State Duels in Kearney. High School Wrestling on KKBR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. I mean, James, this is where he's mean. Yeah, if he's got both, both hooks in like that deep, if he could stretch him out here, Although if Laux can get stood up, he may get a stalemate. 15 seconds to go. James up 6-4. to four. Laux, one more scramble. Oh, this is going to be close. We're looking for a reversal here, but James still has his hips high. And James is going to hold on and get the 6-4 win. For the second straight week, champions will be crowned in high school wrestling. With this week's trophies going to the best dual teams in the state. All the outstanding action is coming in next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join King ABR Sports Center Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the Health and Sports Center at UNK right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer, engineer Jeff Ekstrom, uh, back here at the UNK Health and Sports Center for our second set of quarterfinals where classes A and D get ready to battle, including Carney High against Grand Island, Amherst against Elkhorn Valley, and Burwell taking on Pender. Classes B and C quarterfinals wrapped up. Uh, we were uh, on about a 10-minute break there for you. Blair, the number one seed, beat Skyler 39-36. Hastings, the five seed over Plattsmouth, 56-18. The three seed, Grand the Northwest over Sydney, 51-30. And the two seed, Omaha Scott over Wahoo, 44-30. The losers of those duels come back in the consolation round at noon. All class semifinals are set for 2 o'clock. In Class C, it was number one, Aquinas over Wilbur Claytonia, 47-29. Number five, Valentine over number four, David City, 42-33. Number three, Broken Bow over number six, Loganview, 58-9. And then by criteria, it was tied at 37. They went all the way to criteria H for Battle Creek, the two seed to advance on over Arlington, 38 to 37. But something we've been talking about all week, Larry, is the rematch between Kearney and Grand Island. Now, it may not have the luster of the last few years that we would have seen here at the state duels or any time during the regular season, but it's still Kearney and Grand Island. Yeah, and that just, again, it could be checkers or guess what color cars coming down the road <laughs> when those two teams hook up in anything. It's always good, and if you're the Bearcats, you send out your state champ right off the bat. Braden Smith's going to walk out at 113 pounds, and Ooh, he's got a tough one. Juan Pedro went one and two at the state meet a week ago, Doug. Juan Pedro is a tough, tough freshman, 22 and 11. He doesn't give anything up easy. Braden Smith is just so technical on his feet. And right there, Braden Smith's going to get in on a leg. Juan Pedro puts the seatbelt on to get in a waterfall position. This is going to be good. Braden Smith is going to get the takedown, but, boy, Juan Pedro made him work extremely hard from that. Braden Smith is so technical on his speed. He's got a really good motor. 
But Pedro's going to be a good one. At 120 pounds, we're already to 120 in the Class D, uh, Doug. And, and where, where this is going to be interesting is I think this is the matchup of the duel. Everybody thought this was going to be the state championship finals last week. And Isaiah Shields was beaten in the semis, didn't get through. He ends up getting fourth for Amherst, but he's wrestling Dylan Stewart, who was the state champion uh, a week ago, Doug. So this is big-time matchup down here. Uh, in this Elkhorn Valley Amherst duel. And it was a six-point forfeit to get things started there for Elkhorn Valley, and they take a six-to-nothing lead. So Elkhorn Valley getting the uh, forfeit there at 113 pounds. Yeah, and still two-to-zero, Braden Smith over Juan Pedro. Pedro's wrestling tough. Boy, that was a really tough kind of cross ride there. Braden Smith looking to turn Juan Pedro. Still zero-to-zero, minute left. Dylan Stewart in on Isaiah Shields. Shields is going to seat belt him. They're going to waterfall. They're going to look to ankle pass here. This is a pretty good little scramble. This is a crucial match, Doug, crucial match for um, uh, Amherst to be able to stay in this duel. And Amherst will be behind the eight ball, although uh, it looked like uh, each team would have uh, two opens uh, for uh, Am- one open for Amherst, but uh, they gave up at 113 here, so... Uh, we'll see how that all plays out. See some younger officials here mixed in as well, so that's cool to see at the state duels. Yeah, it's really nice. The NSAA, one of the things that this event has allowed uh, the NSAA to do, Doug, is get some of these younger officials that will be Omaha officials some of this state tournament-like experience out of this event. So it's very nice that they do that. They don't just recycle last week's officials through clearly there are many state tournament officials down here but we have a lot of guys that maybe just missed the cut a week ago so it's very nice to see uh uh the nsa do that first period comes to an end in class a braden smith has a 2-0 lead for carney over one page of grand island smith will take bottom to start the second period and it takes him about 12 seconds to get out so they're wrestling on their feet and he's up by a score of three to nothing yeah, Juan Pedro did a good job fighting that ride off in the first period. Boy, this is a big upper body position. You don't want to get here with Braden Smith. As we know, he was all but defeated a week ago in the state semis. Doug wrestling Jackson, the returning state champ from Millard South, and out came the twister onto the finals in a state championship. So you want to be careful in those spots. Juan Pedro is in on a leg. Braden Smith's fighting that off tough. Down here for Amherst, we're at the end of the first period. Isaiah Shields of Amherst got the takedown over the state champion, Stewart. Two to nothing, and we start the second period. Stewart will take bottom here for Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, and Shields is tough on top. He's really long. He's got a good spiral ride, high half going. And uh, in, in kind of a cork, we talked about this earlier when we were getting ready for the A&D while we were doing BNC. Burwell taking on a Pender team as the eighth seed that will have six open weights. So they won the first match at 113 by pin, and then Pender had six consecutive opens. So it's 42 to nothing Burwell, and they're wrestling at 160 pounds. Yikes. That thing's going to be done quick. You can use that as a warm-up mat here in a few minutes. That's, that's tough. 5-0 to zero now, Braden Smith over Juan Pedro. Now what Pedro's got to do is really fight. Find a takedown, a reversal, something in here to keep Carney from getting bonus here at 113. Yeah, just back to that Burwell-Pender match. Pender would have to win every remaining match by pin just to tie. Oh, good luck, because we got Thomas Hughes. we got some hammers for got the Longhorns coming. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, Burwell 
will cruise in to that uh, second round at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, but some of the other ones should be pretty interesting. And so far, Stewart hasn't been able to break the grip here of Shields. He's about out, and I think now he is going to get out here on the edge of the... Whoa! Shields is able to get him back down. They did not give the uh, escape on the edge of the mat, so we're down to 30 seconds to go in the second period, and Shields has rode him out, and now a restart. He's up 2 nothing. Yeah, Braden Smith does a great job there, Doug, in that second period. Ends up getting a turn with three near fall right at the end of the period, so he'll take a major decision, 8-0, into the third period. Juan Pedro, some work to do here for the Islanders. Well, there's some guys fired up down here. We've had a couple pins, and the kids have got up and celebrated like they do last week. That's so wonderful to see. Well, that Tri-County matchup down here on uh, mat number five is going to be a tough one against Maxwell. That 4-5 matchup could be very interesting. Yeah, no doubt about that. So it's going to be 2-0 still, 15 seconds left for Shields. He really needs to ride this out, Doug, and take a 2-0 lead to the third. He'll get his choice in the third. And Larry, uh, if he's able to ride him out here completely, does he take top in the third? He's up 2 to nothing. He had the takedown, or does he take bottom and go underneath the state champ as the period comes to an end, and he's able to ride him the entire period? Yeah, my guess is he'll go down, Doug. That's what he does. He doesn't even waste any time. Pedro gets turned again over here for Grand Island. Braden Smith in complete control with a minute 10 to go in the match. Didn't get a two count as a Pedro was able to get out of there, so no back points on that tilt. Yeah, Pedro needs an escape here for Grand Island, and if you're Braden Smith for Carney, keep building the lead. He's got the arm back looking for more backs here. Okay, uh, Stewart just gave the free release. Well, they have just changed the score. They had Shields up two to nothing, and they have flipped that and say Stewart is up two to nothing, and so now it's two to one. Uh, I thought Shields had the takedown there in the first period. Apparently not. Apologize for that. So it's two to one. Stewart's actually ahead, and so that means Shields now has to find a way to score some points. He's in on a single leg. Yeah, he's in tough on a leg here. Yeah, I do apologize. Shields going to get a takedown. He should get a takedown here, Doug. That's two all the way. And they give it to him on the edge of the mat. They'll come out. So it's 3-2 to two Shields, a minute 27 to go in the match. Yeah, and you see both Klingelhoffers get out there and tell him, write him, write him. They know right here. You just wrote him for two minutes. Stick another minute 27 on and end this thing. Beat the state champ. Down to 10 seconds to go in the Carney Grand Island match. Braden Smith, 8 to nothing. He's rode paid for the entire third period. There's been no scoring. So Carney will get a... He's got to ride in for 10 more seconds to get the major instead of just a single decision. That'll pick up an extra team point, and Smith is able to do that. 8 to nothing, Braden Smith, 4 nothing, Carney. Boy, this is heating up down here. They just went out of bounds. Stewart sprinted back to the center. They're going to call a caution on uh, Dylan Stewart. He moved too soon down there. And again, everybody in the state thought this would be the state championship match a week ago. Going to be an escape here. Stewart's going to get out. Going to be 3-3. There's still a full minute left in the third. But as we said, Isaiah Shields was upset in the state semifinals and came back and got fourth. Stewart went on to win the state championship. On their feet, state champion. And can Shields get this Amherst crowd to make some noise here right off the get-go? That's a shot there by Stewart. Yeah, he takes an arm drag trying to get the outside a little sweep single. Shields is tough to score on there. Shields is very long, good head-hands defense. Now staying kind of on the edge of the mat, too. Down to 30 seconds to go. Stewart's not smart. We get in a scramble. He wants to be next to that white line. A little hand fighting. They'll come out of bounds. Restart. 26 seconds to go in the match. 3-3. Shields of Amherst, state champion Stewart of Elkhorn Valley. 
And you talk about official. Oh, here we go. Stewart's in on the leg. He's going to get this, isn't he? Well, he's got a tight seatbelt, does Shields. He's got a tight seatbelt. He's got to squeeze his knees right here really tough. Just try to pop Stewart's head with his knees. Ten seconds to go. Will we get to overtime? Shields, five seconds to go. Shields has got a chance to to get this takedown. Shields is not going to get it. We're going to overtime. 3-3. Doug, you brought up the deal with officials a little bit ago, and this is what I'm talking about. You've got a state tournament official on the outside of that match, and then you've got a kid that's never been at the state championship getting to do a state finals-type match. What great experience for that official. So we go to overtime. One minute. First score in overtime wins it. If there is no scoring, we go to the two 30-second sudden victory periods and eventually the ultimate tiebreaker. Yeah, Shields is going to have to set something up. All of his shots are straight onto the hips. He needs to isolate one side of the body and get some movement going, or he'll never get in on Stewart. In Class A at 120, it's Riley Steele of Kearney, Colby Lucas-Savage of Grand Island, scoreless. Now there's the takedown by Lucas-Savage as they come off the edge of the mat, 45 seconds to go first period. Yeah, big low single shot there by Stewart. He's going to get this takedown. He's going to defeat Isaiah Shields. Beautiful low single, caught it right at the heel. Nothing that uh, Shields could do there. So he will lose Isaiah Shields 5-3 in overtime to the state champion, Stewart. Shields getting all three of his points in the third period. Disappointment there. And Amherst is now down 9 to nothing after the first two weight classes in the duel. And Kobe Lucas-Savage for Grand Island, just a freshman, Doug. 17-15 and 15 on the year. This is a really tough kid uh, for Grand Island. Went 1-2 and two at the state meet a week ago. Wrestling Riley Steele, of course, from Kearney, just a sophomore, had a really interesting state tournament, uh, did Riley Steele. He went 2-2, two and two, Doug, and was within an eyelash of getting in for a medal. He's got a 9-8 and eight record on the year, so he had a great state meet, and as I said, very close to getting in. So we are bringing you the state high school wrestling duels on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington BNC is already wrapped up. Hastings and Grand Island Northwest advancing on in Class B. And those semifinals are at 2 o'clock for our area teams. A and D underway right now, just uh, early on in these duels. For Amherst, they are now on the mat in uh, mat 8 at 132 pounds. So they pick up a forfeit at 126, so it's 9-6. to six, And that will bring out the 132-pounder in Morgan Shields. Yeah, and Morgan Shields takes a quick 2-0 lead. Colby Lucas-Savage still clinging to a 2-1 lead down there in the second period. He went down to start the second period. The Steels put a tough ride on. Lucas-Savage has not been close to getting out, and that really has more to do with Steele. He's having to fight from getting turned. Steele's really putting it to him. There, Steele's got that wrist lock. He got only one stroke really close to getting backs there. 2-1, 2-1, Lucas Savage, a minute 10 to go in the second period there. In our Class A 120-pounder, again, we started at 113, so we finish at 106. They just draw that out of a hat. The next round of duels, they'll start at 120, and then the championships of the final duels will start at 126, and that can always um, play a part in it. It shouldn't play a big part, but sometimes it can make a part. Oh, my goodness, Morgan Shields in on a shot, and he just got thrown. Got the pancake. momentum took him right to his back. Yep, just got blown over, got pancaked there. 
Preston Vondra of Elkhorn Valley, the better record at 30-14. and 14. He's able to get off his back, Shields is, but there's three near fall. And now Shields is down 6-2 to two with 40 seconds to go and the clock winding here in the first period. Well, he's got blasted right through there, didn't he? And that's just sometimes when you're the aggressor and the momentum takes you right through, it's fun to watch sometimes. You get a lot of good scrambles out of things like that, but you can get, uh, as you said, blasted or planted and the pancake was exactly what happened. He's lucky he was able to get out of that. They are going to restart it now as they come off the mat. Yeah, most generally that happens when you take a shot from too far away. Well, Riley Steele and Colby Lucasavage now sending it 3-2 to two as we have a restart on their feet with 10 seconds to go in the second period. Lucasavage has the one-point lead. Yeah, Lucasavage, as I said, just a tough freshman. Sophomore for Steele had the big state tournament a week ago going 2-2. Two and two. Lucas Savage went, I believe, one and two at the state meet a week ago. Yeah, one and two. So now this is going to be tough. Lucas Savage up three to two, but Steele's going to go down to start the third period. We'll see how committed to the ride he is or if he starts looking to let Steele go and look for the takedown to win. For Amherst, Morgan Shields will get his choice. He'll go bottom to start the second period, trailing 6-2 to two to Preston Vondra of Elkhorn Valley. So we're early on here, but in Class A, Omaha Burke has a 5-0 lead over Columbus as they wrestle at 120 pounds. Lincoln East leads Lincoln Southeast 30 to nothing at 145. Uh, we've told you Carney won the first match here over Grand Island 4 to nothing, And then Millard South is already up 18 to nothing over Gretna as they wrestle at 132 pounds. In Class D, Elkhorn Valley leads Amherst 9-6, wrestling at 132. We're already at 160 pounds, and Mullen leads Cambridge by a score of 29-6. It is Burwell with all of those forfeits leading at 45 to nothing over Pender. They wrestle at 170 and wrestling at 132 pounds. Tri-County has a 12-6 lead over Maxwell, and uh, Cameron Riggs will be the next wrestler up for Maxwell, the four-time undefeated champ. Yeah, big takedown there for Colby Lucas-Savage. A minute left. He's going to lead Riley Steele 5-3. to three. This, again, one of those coin flip matches. And I would say that uh, Juan Pedro did his job. He did give up the major, but there's two points that Carney maybe thought they were going to get there with their state champion of Braden Smith. So that's what Grant Allen's got to do to stay in this. And if you're Carney, really no pressure. You just got to do your thing, have your hammers go out and do what they're supposed to do, and they should be on to the semifinals. Well, Morgan Shields just ended up getting pinned over here for Amherst, and so Elkhorn Valley is now up 15-6, to and Riley Galloway will have his hands full as he takes on Darren Stewart, the senior, 37-6 and from Elkhorn Valley. You know, Doug, you think about that, there's kind of some... State we- runner-up last week, I should say, and he was the runner-up to Riggs yes. from uh, Maxwell. He, there's some odd pressure in that, you know, Amherst is the only team in the history of this event that has never lost a duel at this event, Doug. Now that streak will end today, you would have to think, and it may end right here against Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, which was last week's Class D runner-up in the individual tournament. Lucas Savage uh, gets taken down. Riley Steele, just as we said, just chopping wood, just like he did last weekend. He's got a 6-5 to five lead, just 15 seconds left, Doug, and he's got a wrist. He should be able to hang on right here. Lucas Savage has to get out to tie this, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So after trailing the entire match until the final 30 seconds, Riley Steele is able to change things around here, get a nice little three-pointer, and he wins it 6-5. to five. 
Yeah, that's going to take that score now to 7-0. to And Darren Stewart is going to pin Riley Galloway from Amherst. In a minute and 25 seconds, and so a good start here already for the Elkhorn Valley wrestling squad, up 21-6. to yeah, So we'll see who Grand Island marches out here. My guess is it would be Kuda and Kowalik. Is how I think it should go. Kearney Grand Island now wrestling at 126 pounds. And now we have another forfeit for Elkhorn Valley. And so the score now 21 to 12, Elkhorn Valley uh, leading Amherst. So they're going to move up their state champion, I believe, Josh McFarland, to 152 pounds here. He was the state champion at 145. Just to make sure. Still, I'm sure that's Kowalik, and he's... If that's Kowalik Kuda, Kowalik's got him on his back, Doug. My track has not updated. I've got Philip Mumi out there for the Bearcats at 126. Okay, there you have it. Yes, excuse me. They're at 26, not 32. So Philip Mumi against Brody Arents. Carney Grand Island. And Philip Mumi's only doing what he normally does. He's getting near-fall situation. He's got that head chancer. Boy, that's tight. He, he's going to get the pin. It just depends on how quickly they slap the mat here. He's got a minute 10 to go in the first period. And Mumi is all over the freshman, Brody Aarons, who is going out there to take his medicine. And there's the pin in one minute for Philip Mumi. Yeah, Carney looks good today, Doug, all the way around. Well, they'll be into it. There's no doubt about it. Wrestling in front of their home fans. They finished third, third, second, second the last four years. They have uh, been... Uh, very good about getting out of the first round, but they just haven't been able to finish it, losing to Millard South of the championships the last two years. And a uh, good chance that Lincoln East will be in the finals today on the other side of the bracket if Carney can advance through. Yeah, Carney will have to wrestle well to win today, Doug. There's some landmines in that uh, Class A field for sure, clearly Lincoln East being the biggest. Jaron Potts is out there right now for the Amherst wrestlers. Uh, they have... Him at 152 against Elkhorn Valley's Mitchell Peterson. So uh, Josh McFarland did not come out. And, of course, they may – I don't think they'd bump Josh up two weights if they were. That but if he went at 160, you'd have a chance to see two state champions yeah, with that's Trace Bosch. Right. So I was just thinking if they moved him up two weights, he'd go state champ, state champ. That's what we want to see. That's yeah. what the fans want to see. Right. The coaches want to see it, but then on the backside, they know that they can't put the uh, chance to win the duel in jeopardy just to give the fans what they want to see. That's exactly right. Potts in his match right now, 4-3. to three. He's just picked up a nice little uh, reversal to take the lead in the final seconds here of the first period. Yeah, and Tyson Seppel. He is rolling down there for Carney right now. He's wrestling Giovanni Coronado, a freshman, 13 and 15 for Grand Island, and he's got a very quick 4 to 0 lead. A couple of kids that were not part of the state tournament last week for Carney or Grand Island. Yeah, and Seppel had a solid season. He was 32 and 7 on the year, Doug. 
Well, so they decided not to go with Koala here yeah. at 132 pounds. And then Nick James and Teontae Wilson, the state champ, state runner-up, are the next two on deck here. So Carney feeling very comfortable up 13 to nothing through the first three weight classes. Yeah, and they may have some other tricks up their sleeve or just maybe giving Kowalik the day off. Kowalik did go 0-2 at the state meet a week ago. Oh, my goodness, this is a tough half by Seppel. He is trying to rip Coronado's arm completely off. Holy smokes. Wasn't able to finish it. Does get the near fall for two. He's up six to nothing. Down here for Amherst, Jaron Potts, a 4-3 lead with a minute 30 to go in the second period. And they'll come off the bat, and Potts is going to be tied out 4-4 as Elkhorn Valley will get the escape. There is going to be a pin for Tyson Seppel from Kearney. Well, the Bearcats are really kind of rolling here, Doug. Nice job over here by the Kearney High Bearcats, up by a score of 19 to nothing now in their duel. And Tyler, over Grand Island. Tyler Cunningham from uh, Gretna down there. He's leading 7-2. to two. Of course, he's hoping to wrestle lots of important matches later in his life in this gym, as I believe he's going to come wrestle uh, for the Lope Show. UNK, of course, uh, competing uh, with their wrestling team in the NCAA Regionals out in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Uh, they got off to a good start yesterday. Just well update you on that. The Lopers have seven individuals remaining after the first day, placing seven in the semifinals. Uh, Fourth-ranked California Baptist does lead the team race 94.5 to the Lopers 85.5. Bryce Shoemaker, Jared Hendricks, Josh Portillo uh, are in the finals. And then hoping to finish third, Keith Serber, who's been a national champ, Trey Schlender, Zach Stodden, and Matt Malcolm are the ones that are still alive here for UNK. Yeah, and Zach Kuda's out there for Grand Allen Wrestling. Nick James, Nick James, two-time finalist, three-time medalist, was a state champ a week ago. Kuda went 2-2 two and two at 132 pounds a week ago at the state meet. He's there at 138 now. Oh, the Amherst crowd getting off their feet here a little bit. Jaron Potts in on a reversal after he was taken down to tie things right here at the end of the second period. 6-6 six, six as they go to the third at 152 pounds. Now, I, it, it, those that have been around know that the Amherst fans, you give them something to cheer about, and they'll make it loud. You are listening to the State High School Wrestling Duels. We are in the A&D quarterfinals. Carney taking on Grand Island, Amherst taking on Elkhorn Valley among our featured area duels, and we'll be back with more coverage right after this on ESPN Radio. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. Town & Country Bank, 
They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. And welcome back to High School Wrestling, the state duels here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker as we are here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you all the action. Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. As we get back down here to Class D, Jaron Potts took bottom in the third. He got the escape. He's up 7-6. to six. But as time while winding down, we get a stalemate. 27 seconds to go. Potts is still up 7-6. to six. And we had a scoreless first period over there between Nick James of Kearney and Zach Kuda of Grand Island. And James will take bottom to start the second period and get the escape up 1-0. Yeah, Kuda's wrestling really tough here. To beat Nick James, though, at some point, you're going to have to survive the bazooka blast because he's just going to let her fly. Uh, but Kuda's a tough kid. I believe he was state medalist two years ago. Uh, being on a really good low single there. James is good in these spots, though. James has got him seat belted, kind of in a waterfall position here. Uh, yep, they're going to stalemate it quick. That's a good stalemate. But when you wrestle Nick James, you just can't ever relax. And Jaron Potts is going to hang on for a 7-6 win for Amherst. That's their actual first win of the duel. They received two buys. And that'll make it 21-15, to 15, Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, now they get to send their state champion out. So happy for Trace Bosch uh, from Amherst. You know, it, those all three of those boys um, grew up together, of course. Uh, speaking of uh, Trace Bosch, uh, Hostetler from um, Centura, and then the Bosch from Donovan Trumbull, uh, there were two state champions in that family, and those boys went all over the place trying to win one themselves. And, of course, Trace is going to get it done. Uh, it was a big, big deal for that family a week ago. So we're ready to go at 160 pounds down there, and it is still one to nothing. Nick James has not been able to score on Zach Kuda outside of that escape in the Carney-Grand Island duel. And here it is. Elkhorn Valley has sent out Josh McFarland against Trace Bosch, so this is the Battle of State Champs from last week, although McFarlane claimed his championship at 145. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup because McFarlane is a lot smaller. Trace is tough to finish on. This should be a great match, Doug. They're going to go to the third period, I believe, in A, with Nick James leading 1-0. to zero. I My guess would be Kuda will go under him. Now, James is really good on top, Doug. If he can trap your wrist, you're going to go for a ride, but Kuda's wrestling this tough. Still no score in Class D. They've banged each other around pretty good. Neither one of them are backing off from this thing. They're going to talk to him a little bit. Looks like maybe Bosch is bleeding. Well, McFarland has brought the pressure, brought the pressure here early on in this match. Let's update you on the rest of the scores. Again, we started at 113 pounds, so the final match in each duel will be at 106. In Class A, it is Omaha Burke 10, Columbus 6, wrestling at 132 pounds on uh, mat number one. 
And it looks like that one is just about finished up, and it has. They finished up their 132 pounders, so Burke wins that by five. So Burke will be up 13 to six over Columbus as they go to 138. It is Lincoln East 33, Lincoln Southeast nothing at 152. And what do we got going over here? Big Carney takedown. Big takedown by Zach Kuda. Kuda went both up. He was smart enough not to go under James. So Kuda's going to lead two to one, and it was really close to being feet to back. Doug Nick James scrambled to get off of his back. James, just the two losses all year long coming in here for the Bearcats. Trying to win again. Again, you win that state championship, and then this is your very next match. Your, your season is not over. And Kuda's a tough cat. And Carney's up 19 to nothing as they wrestle at 138. It is Millard South 18, Gretna 8, wrestling at 145 in D. Maxwell, they get the win down there from uh, Cameron Riggs, and they're up 28 to 12 over Tri-County, wrestling at 160 pounds. They're already at 195 with Burwell leading Pender 54 to nothing. Mullen leads Cambridge 38 to 6 at 182 pounds and wrestling the state championships, uh, state champions at 160. Elkhorn Valley leading Amherst 21 to 15. Still no score. 30 seconds to go. First period restart down there between Bosch and McFarland. Yeah, Nick James has got to get out of here, Doug. 40 seconds left. Boy, Kuda, this is a tough ride. He's in that Cobra position. Now he backs off of it. Big mat return there by Kuda. Oh, no. Nick James is hurt on that mat return. It will not be called illegal, I do not think. But Nick James, it looked like maybe his arm or his shoulder. Well, they had put him down, and Grand Island was trying to get uh, a back uh, account uh, for a near fall, and then they realized what had happened, and James has 30 seconds uh, to try and recover from the injury just to escape, or he is going to be upset here by Zach Kuda. I would argue there should be four back points there because that was a near fall situation. I mean, I do, you know, the young man is hurt, but I'm just saying as far as this match goes, there should be four back points there. Charbonneau came out, and it looked like maybe he wanted something as either he was arguing illegal or saying that it wasn't backs. It, it, it looked tough. He landed hard on his it looked like shoulder arm. Now Hagen's arguing. The coaches are discussing things out there on the mat. There should be back points there, yeah. Okay, that they so they gave him two backs. See, that old rule used to be if you stop it, if there's near fall being counted and you have to stop it, it's four back points. No score at the end of the first period between the state champions, Trace Bosch of Amherst and Josh McFarland of Elkhorn Valley, and Bosch will take down to start the second period. They're on the edge of the mat, nearly ready for a restart. 40 seconds has gone by here in the second period, and still Bosch has not been able to get out. That's Bosch's bugaboo at times. He has struggle, struggles getting out, but he's dynamite on top. He can ride, Doug. And he's just, there's a minute 17 left. I got to believe he'll be able to get one here. He's the he's the bigger wrestler, so it matters. Yeah, again, McFarland won his state championship last week at 145 pounds for Elkhorn Valley and wanted this opportunity, and he's out there now trying to pick up some big points for his team, and well, Nick James isn't going to finish. No, it's a lower leg injury. Well, it's going to be six points for the Islanders, but this has big ramifications for the rest of the day, Doug. Yeah. He is putting absolutely no weight on it whatsoever. Come on, kiddo. Hopefully it's no big deal. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you expected Nick James to win every match out here today, and that will be huge for Carney in a state championship duel because uh, the semifinals will be close if they get there, and the finals will probably be even closer. Yeah, you got to have him. Happy for Kuda. Wrestled a great match there. 
but they've got to have Nick James. And there it is, what I tell you. Trace Bosch gets on top. Okay, he's going to get, so it's going to be four to two. Here, here's the way it works. Bosch gets a reversal, gets two near fall points, then in, get, got a little overzealous for the pin. Stewart's, or McFarland's going to reverse him, so it's going to be 4-2 here. 30 seconds left in the second. Good gravy. So good stuff there for Trace Bosch, and he's got a chance to score again here, but McFarland with the ankle pick, and he's trying to get Bosch turned as well. Yeah, this is tough. Bosch needs to get out here. Again, with the 15 pounds, you'd think he'd be able to. That's a big discrepancy. The score is 21-15. Elkhorn Valley does lead Amherst. How much poundage do you think McFarland was able to put on Eaton this week? Well, they weighed him in at 45, I'm sure, today, so they could do this. Yeah, and later on, he'll probably go back down to 45. That'll be the end of the period. So we did have the reversal of two near fall by Bosch and the reversal for McFarland, but... Over the last 36 seconds, Bosch couldn't get out, so Bosch leads it 4-2. McFarland will choose bottom to start the third period. That's a big risk. Teontae Wilson comes out and gets a... Whoa, they didn't give him a takedown. That was close. Teontae Wilson, returning state runner-up from a week ago, wrestling Jacob Sheldon, a junior with a 10-19 and record. Sheldon's tough. Look at those big old legs. Sheldon's a good-looking kid. And the winners will advance on to the state semifinals at 2 o'clock this afternoon. We'll switch over to Classic Hits 98.9 to bring you all that action. And then the finals are at 5.30 on Classic Hits. And McFarland's doing a great job down there for Elkhorn Valley, not allowing his wrists to get trapped. Where, where he's keeping his wrists free, he's able to work to his feet. The tough piece is, especially wrestling boss, one of those guys gets your wrist trapped. Then you just have to fight not to get turned. Now he can fight for the escape. Teontae Wilson does get the takedown here for Carney over Sheldon of Grand Island, two to nothing. Earlier today, the B and C quarters were held, and I'll give you the results here in just a moment. But McFarland does get the escape here against Bosch, so they're on their feet with a minute and a half to go in the match, and Bosch is up four to three. Yeah, Bosch is tough to take down, Doug. He's really long and he's a tremendous scrambler. So as they fight on the edge of the mat here, I can tell you that Blair beat Skyler 39-36, Hastings over Plattsmith 56-18, Northwest beat Sydney 51-30, and Scott over Wahoo 44-30. And then in Class C, it came down to the wire in a couple of them, but Aquinas beat Wilbur Claytonia 47-29, Valentine over David City 42-33, Broken Bow beat Loganview 58-9, and Battle Creek wins on Criteria over Arlington 38-37. Yeah, all the way to H criteria. They started today. They had to add up the match points. Teontae Wilson is just rolling down here. There's 10 seconds left in the first period. He's got a 5-0 lead. But he's just, he's on top, and it's cradle. It's They're going to hit Sheldon from Grand Island for stalling in the last second of the first period. And now Bosch might be in a little bit of trouble here, Larry. Yeah. It, uh, okay, oh, just, we get a whistle for blood. blood. And that's just like Trace Bosch. He gets in on a leg get stuck under there and McFarland was doing a great job going behind and the official who uh, I believe Boyer's the official stepped right in front and saw the blood coming out of the nose and stopped it down to about 45 seconds to go uh, in that match 40 seconds to go and Bosch holding on to a 4-3 lead over McFarland in both winning state championships last week in Omaha Teontae Wilson the big pin he was up 7-0 to zero when it happened. It's going to be in the second period. 2-17. Teontae Wilson gets the pin. Carney is now up 25-6 to six over Grand Island as they go to 152 pounds. 
And I'm just trying to keep my eye down there to see if we see Nick James walking around. I'm guessing right to the training room here today at UNK. Yes, sir. Murph's probably in the house. I know the New West guys are. Let's get back down here to Trace Bosch. 40 seconds of the restart. McFarland's going to take him down. That was just good chain wrestling there, Doug. So it's going to be 5-4, to four, 30 seconds left, and Trace Bosch has, tried to, has got to try to get it out, and McFarland rode him tough early. Yeah, McF- Bosch couldn't get out in the third period. He did get a second period. He got a reversal, but then had 40 seconds, couldn't get out. Now he's down to 15 seconds, and McFarland is in control here over Bosch. Yeah, the gamble looks like maybe he's going to pay off, bumping him up two weights. And McFarland with that takedown with 35 seconds to go in the match. He's going to hold on now and win in the Battle of State Champions. McFarland of Elkhorn Valley over Bosch of Amherst, 5-4. to four. Yeah, so both Amherst State medalists from a week ago go down. Of course, they both had to wrestle state champions, but they both get beat here in the opening duel. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes here with more of the state high school wrestling duels, the A&D quarterfinals here on ESPN Radio. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. DMilico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMilico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMilico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. let a leaky roof put a damper on your life, Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected 
With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. Back to the State High School Wrestling Duel, Class A and D quarterfinals. Here on ESPN, 1460 and 1550 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Right now we're at the Class A 152-pound match. Carter Abels taking over at 152 pounds for Jed Kuchera, who is injured in the districts. He is taking on Colton Sliva of Grand Island. Yeah, and really wrestling well is Carter Abels. Colton Sliva was state semi or state finalist last week, Doug for Grand Island, and this is just two to nothing with a minute left in the second period. Really like Carter Abels. You know, he went 32-10 and 10 as a freshman, Doug, wrestling all probably most of those J, their JV matches to Kearney, but they're all varsity matches in Class C and D. Those are the tournaments that they go to, so those are 32 very real wins. Uh, also going on in Class D, Elkhorn Valley leading Amherst 24-15, to 15, and Brock Shocker of Elkhorn Valley has a 5 nothing lead over Cole Stokebrand, of Amherst here midway through the second period. Yeah. Now it's 8 nothing as he turns him again. And he's just going to keep, he's got that cradle. Shocker's been running that cradle on Stokebrand tough. Stokebrand needs to attack his hands. He's just not attacking his hands. you got to break those hands apart when somebody cradles you. Keep your face away from your knees and just break them apart. He just turned him with it again, did uh, Shocker. Don't forget, and this time he might not get out of it, Stoke Brand cradled up 35 seconds, and he'll turn him again. So he's just on his way to tech falling him right now. Yeah, and it's 24 to 15 down there. Amherst is in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, in this team race, they're going to have to find a way to pull off some upsets. And uh, the big loss there uh, in the Battle of State Champions, Trace Bosch had the lead with 30 seconds to go over McFarland. McFarland got the takedown and won at 5 to 4. So uh, Amherst, as you said, the big hammers. Uh, had to take on state champions for Elkhorn Valley. Elkhorn Valley winning them both. Yeah, and so Sliva down here has got Abel's finally put on his back. Is not able to pin him. He's going to get three near falls, so it's going to be seven to one moving to the third period. And I believe it's going to be Sliva's choice. And he says, "Let's go on our feet." Also going to the third period, Brock Shocker of Elkhorn Valley leading Cole Stokebrand of Amherst, eleven to nothing. No, no, they can't decide whose choice it is. No, <laughs> down there. Okay, they're finally going to, I knew it was Sliva's choice, so finally they're going to say him, and he is going to start on his feet. Burwell, the first team to advance on here in our second session as the number one seed is able to roll an overmatched Pender team 63-12, to 12, 36 of those points coming on forfeits. Burwell, the number one seed and winners of the last two state tournaments in Omaha, Winning it here, 63-12. to 12. They'll get the Tri-County Maxwell winner, and that's going to be Maxwell. Maxwell's up 46-30 to 30 as they wrestle their final match. Yeah, Stokebrand from Amherst was just pinned. They've really celebrated down there on Maxwell uh, their wins. It was important for them to win here today. They want to make sure and wrestle three duels as they're trying to uh, get um, Riggs as many wins as they can. So they'll find themselves in the semis. They're a tough duel team, Doug Maxwell is. We're going to wow anybody in the tournaments, but they're a tough dual team. Mullen has finished things up down here with Cambridge. 
on mat number seven, 38 to 36. That one got tied at the end. Yeah, Mullen's a tough, tough, mean team. Sliv is getting more back points now. He did get the takedown. It's nine to one. It's going to be, he's going to get three more. He might get the pin here, Doug. Sliv is in really good shape. Carter Abel's wrestled really tough uh, at the start of this thing, and you just saw Colton Sliva uh, just start to pull himself away. Now Sean Clintoby from Elkhorn Valley, 38-16 senior, is wrestling Brock from Amherst. Brock got taken down right away. There, Sliva's going to get the pin, Doug. Does it in 5:35. Colton Sliva, the second win here for Grand Island over Carter Abels, as you said, wrestled gallantly, but uh, comes up on the short end of this one in 535. That makes the score Carney 25 and Grand Island 12 as we move on to 160 pounds. Yeah, and 160 pounds uh, for Carney, my guess is Gus Franzen, who went 0-2 a week ago. We'll see if they're doing anything with the lineup. And I do see that's Aiden Williams coming out, who was 2-2 two and two at the state meet a week ago. Aiden Williams, tough character from Grand Island. He's tough to wrestle, Doug, because he's got a lot of experience, but he's really long. And these long, lean guys sometimes are hard to wrestle. So we'll see. They haven't told us. I'm sure that it'll be Gus Franzen, but Carney's got 1,000 guys in that room, and they've sent out some different guys here today. It is Gus Franzen, 18-16 and 16 junior. Of course, Aiden Williams, 23 and 12. Well, Ethan Brock got a reversal over here for Amherst, but then Clintoby gets an escape and a takedown, and Clintoby now up over Brock of Amherst, 5 to 2 on a restart with 23 seconds to go in the period. And it is Gus Franzen of Carney against Aiden Williams of Grand Island. Yeah, and he goes out and just takes Aiden Williams down right away. And what made that work is he gets in on a leg and transitioned immediately to his finish. When you wrestle somebody long like Williams, what you can't do is have your transition take a long time from the time you get in on a leg to when you transition to your finish because you allow that long wrestler to get his hips set. It's very, very tough then to get a finish. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here from the State High School Wrestling Duels at UNK. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. The sixth year of the State Duels. Amherst has won every single one of them in Class D, but unless things change here in a hurry, they will suffer their first ever loss in the state duels to Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, they're doubled up right now. Elkhorn Valley leads 30-15 to 15 in that duel, and they're at 182 pounds. And Clintoby leads Brock now by a score of 7-2 to two early in the second period. Franton still with a 2-0 lead over here for Carney against uh, Aiden Williams. And where do Amherst Opens come in? I don't believe they – do they have a 220 or a heavy, Doug? Uh, Amherst, uh, as we mentioned, was supposed to have one open, and it looked like they used two of them. But uh, for Amherst, they've got an open at heavyweight. They do have a 220 in Irwiller listed. That was the only one that was listed was at 285, their heavyweight, but we didn't see the 13-pounder come out. So it's still just 2-0. to Gus Franzen over Aiden Williams of Grand Island. Franzen's doing a nice job. Williams has worked to his feet here. He needs to stay on the mat. Gus Franzen was smart there, right on the edge. He just ran him out of bounds. Three of the four Class D duels are now done as Maxwell has beaten Tri-County 46-36. Pender 63-12. Mullen holds off Cambridge 38-36. Mullen will get the winner of Elkhorn Valley Amherst, who still has quite a bit of wrestling left to do here. At 182 pounds, Clintoby's up 10-2 now. He's going to get this 
win it would appear, and Elkhorn Valley will be up anywhere from 34 to 15 to 36 to 15. Yeah, and in wrestled matches, how many has Amherst won in this duel? One Two, time. One, yeah, one time. One time. There, Clintoby's going to get the pin, Doug. And that will end the match for the 182-pounders in three minutes and 32 seconds. And 36 to 15 as we go up to 195 pounds now for Amherst. And Aiden Williams ends up getting ridden out in the first period from Grand Island. So nice ride by Gus Franzen. That's so important when you can get that takedown and ride out and you get to keep both first period points. So Franzen, uh, Williams had his choice. He's going to defer. Franzen takes down, gets right to his feet. Nice mat return by Aiden Williams. Now Franzen's back to his feet again. Franzen's in pretty good shape here. Williams tried to uh, trip back with his legs, and he's got one leg in in a really bad spot. His hips are off a low. Franzen just needs to take his time here and there. He'll get the reversal, so it's going to be two to two. And Aiden Williams was not able to get out in the first period, so he's going to have to do something that he couldn't do in a minute and a half the last period. With that win at 182 pounds by Clint Toby. It is official. Elkhorn Valley becomes the first team to ever beat Amherst at the state high school duels. And then we have a forfeit at 195 pounds. So they just go out to 220, and it is now 36 uh, to 15. I think they've got to add that still on there, but uh, it becomes official now that uh, Elkhorn Valley will advance on. Oh, Aiden Williams is in big trouble here. Gus Franzen, he's not just going to ride him this time. He's looking for the turn. 50 seconds left, and they are right in the center of the mat. This is tight. There, Gus Franzen gets the pin. He's going to pin Aiden Williams in 46 seconds left in the second period. So 3-14, give the win. Carney continues to pick up victories here over Grand Island, as they're supposed to do. But again, uh, one of the big stories, Nick James injured late in his match against Zach Kuda, and they had to carry him off of the mat. Will he be able to go in the semifinals and possible first or third place match later today? Yeah, it'll be very, very interesting to see. And it really is a pretty quick turnaround. Two o'clock is when the semis are. you got to figure this, this thing, you know, this will be over by about noon-ish. So from now, you know, he's got about two and a half hours Yeah, the next round will be the consolations for all classes. Everybody that lost the first round will wrestle the consolation semifinals at noon. We will not be doing those live for you. We will be giving you updates. Uh, And then we will have the semifinals coming up on Classic Hits 98.9. Drew Bogard in on uh, Rakowski of Elkhorn Valley. He's going to get him turned, and Bogard is going to pick up the pin here uh, at heavyweight. Of course, Drew went to state at a 195-pounder last week. And uh, today, he's able to come in and get the pin. Keep your eye on him through his career, Doug. I'm really impressed with him. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if he doesn't end up a state champ. Uh, he, he's got everything as a young man up there. Just that the way. second win for Amherst in the duel to go along with a couple of forfeits. The pin in 116. And that'll make it 36-21 to 21 Elkhorn Valley. Now the heavyweight for Elkhorn Valley comes out to accept his forfeit. And we have a 106-pound match scheduled to go here. And then our Class Ds will be done in Class A. Again, the final matches are at 106. It is Carney leading Grand Island 31-12. to Matt Oliphant Carney against Isaiah Darris of Grand Island. They're just underway in the first period. At 195 pounds, Lincoln East has continued to shut out Lincoln Southeast 51 to nothing. At 170 pounds, Millard South leads Gretna. 
24 to 14, and at 160, it is Omaha Burke leading Columbus 25 to 12. Yeah, and this match down here in Class A will be really interesting, Doug. Alexia Darris uh, is an absolute bull. Just he's a junior, 16 and 12. Oliphant, 16 and 11, is a senior. Both these guys really like to bang. Oliphant is a super, super tough kid. We'll see how this goes. Oliphant went 0-2 last week, and Darris went 1-2 last week at the state meet. But both these guys are big, tough kids. Darris gets the takedown to start the match. There's 40 seconds left in the second period. They come back for a restart, and Oliphant's going to be down. Darris on top. Last match over here in the Amherst-Elkhorn Valley. Dual Amherst is going to send out Drew Freeze as their 106-pounder against Hunter Bennett of Elkhorn Valley. Both are freshmen. Bennett has won 33 matches, though, this year, and he is going to get the first takedown of the match. A minute 15 to go in the first period, 2 to nothing. Yeah, Bennett went 1-2 and two at the state meet a week ago, so he had some uh, Omaha experience in him. Tough, young 106-pounder. You're listening to the state wrestling duels on KXPN Kearney, Amherst, and Grand Island, and KICS Hastings on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here from the UNK Health and Sports Center as the Class D duels have just a couple of minutes left here in this Amherst final match. Everybody else is done, and still plenty of wrestling here to go in Class A, but Kearney is in command of Grand Island 31-12. to yeah, Carney looks really good right now. The guys that they've sent out have looked good. And, again, as you said, as far as the rest of the day goes on, we have to find out is uh, Nick James going to be able to go. But outside of that, you can clearly tell Carney had a good week of preparation for this uh, event. Well, here's what's still to come. Uh, in the uh, Class B ranks, coming up at noon in the consolation, Skyler will take on Plattsmouth, and Sydney will take on Wahoo in the semifinals at 2 o'clock. Number one, Blair, will take on number five, Hastings, and number two, Omaha Scott, will take on number three, Grand Island Northwest. For Class C, the consolations at noon, Wilbur Claytonia against David City, Arlington against Logan View. In the semifinals at two, number one, Aquinas, will take on number five, Valentine, and number two, Battle Creek, winning by criteria. Over Arlington will take on number three, Broken Bow. And our Class D field is also set. Coming up in the consolation round, it will be... Pender taking on Tri-County, and Amherst will be taking on Cambridge, so that action is coming up at 12 noon, and then in the semifinals at 2 o'clock, number one Burwell against number four Maxwell, number two Mullen against number three Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, and Darris has got a cradle locked up here. He's getting back points on Oliphant. Ooh, this looks tight. Minute five left, directly in the center of the mat. There's There, Darris pins Oliphant, so Grand Island's going to take it to 31-18. 2.59 the time for Alex Darris of Down here for Amherst, Drew Freeze finds himself trailing Hunter Bennett 4-0 with a minute 10 to go in the second period of the final match, which Elkhorn Valley leads 42-21, becoming the first team to defeat Amherst at the state duels. Yeah, that's a big deal. Have never lost a duel at this at this event. Last year with that impressive close win over Burwell. Of course, they had their long run in Omaha snap, but were able to avenge that a little bit by beating Burwell in the dual championship last year. Yeah, and this year just four state qualifiers, two state medalists. They did keep the uh, streak alive 11 straight years with a state champion, Trace Bosch. So it's, it's still happening in some ways there. 
Doubt that it will ever go away, will it, Bates? Never. Now back over on uh, mat number three here, Carney and Grand Island. It'll be Steve Berman taking on Dalen Kielavone for Grand Island, both at the state meet last week. Yeah, Kielavone last week uh, uh, for Grand Island wrestled really fairly deep into that tournament. He went one and two. This is a big upper body deal. I don't know what's dope. Now they got out of that. Caleb Owen was looking for a big throw. And now down here for Amherst. It is a pin. Drew Freeze will be defeated by Bennett in a time of three minutes and 53 seconds. And the final score will be Elkhorn Valley 48 and Amherst 21. And then Beerman for Carney gets the big takedown. He was 2-2 two and two at the state meet a week ago. Steven wrestled deep into that tournament. Again, the 106-pounders will be the last wrestlers of this go-round. What about what's going on over here with Millard South and the Gretna Larry on Matt Four? Miller- 27 to 14, Millard South. A lot of folks thought Gretna, I know they've had the injuries, but believe that maybe Gretna would be able to advance on out of this one. Yeah, Millard South has just looked on fire. I've really had my eye on that duel because I had the same thought you did. And Millard South has just wrestled really well. I don't know that Gretna, it's that they haven't performed. Millard South has just really performed well. And Millard South will not probably be an underdog in any of the remaining matches as they go to 182 pounds. This will be maybe the last one that uh, Gretna will be favored in here at 182 pounds. Millard South will be tough to get out of this tournament, Doug. They're a really good team. We saw that last week at the state meet. They wrestled really well. Lincoln East, they're clinging to a 54-0 lead right now. (laughs) Now you never want to get shut out. There's no doubt about that. As Beerman takes a 2-1 to one lead, he gets the takedown. Kiel Lavone gets the escape. I do think Lincoln Southeast maybe just called and said, hey, can we do this like on Wednesday night so we don't have to drive and do East, Southeast, and Carney? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 2-1 to one down here. Kiel Lavone trails from Grand Island. The first period is going to end just like that. Big pin down there for Gretna. Got them all excited. Keeps them in the duel. 27 to 20, they trail Millard South. Of course, Millard South, as we said, they are the two-time defending champions here in Class A. That's exactly right. So they're not going to want to go down without a fight. No, and you really saw that out of them, I thought, last week in the individual state meet. And again, it would be interesting... If Carney and Millard South met in the semifinals, uh, trying to avenge the uh, losses the last two years in the championships. That's exactly right. You're going to need Nick James. What, what do you think would Carney prefer between, I mean, they've seen Gretna so many times. Uh, I mean, Millard South too, but they've seen Gretna quite a bit already this year. Yes, a bunch. Probably Millard South just for that reason. It gets tough to beat these guys over and over and over. High school wrestling here on ESPN Radio. We'll have basketball, college basketball for you later today here on ESPN. 
course, the Carney High boys were scheduled to play tonight, but because of the weather, and it is bad in Lincoln, though, I've been told that Lincoln is basically shut down because of the ice, and so it was good that they came out here. Lincoln North Star upset Grand Island's boys in overtime last night. Carney a 30-point win over Lincoln Southeast, so that game will be here on ESPN. Lincoln North Star at Kearney High Monday night at 7 o'clock. Also, the uh, State High School girls' basketball brackets are out. In case you haven't uh, heard about those in C1, Grand Island Central Catholic will play Bishop Newman at the Devaney Center at uh, 1045. In Class C2, Hastings St. Cecilia will take on Hardington Cedar Catholic at 2 at Lincoln North Star. Ravenna gets a wild card. They'll play North Platte St. Pat's at Lincoln North Star at 345. Burwell will play Stanton at 845 Thursday night at Lincoln North Star. D1, the first game of the day at 9 a.m. at Lincoln Southwest. Pleasanton will take on Hitchcock County. Anthony Litchfield gets Guardian Angels at 345 at Lincoln Southwest. And in D2, Red Cloud and Exeter Milligan will play at Lincoln Southwest at 7 o'clock. And, of course, all six championships next Saturday here on ESPN. Yeah, and it's a battle down here with... Uh... Dalen Calavone and Steven Byerman uh, from Kearney. It's 3-2. to two. Byerman's got the lead. Just 20 seconds left in the second period. They're on their feet. But these guys have really banged away at each other here, Doug. A lot of restarts in this yes. one. It's been a long match, and we have not got to the third period yet. I think Gretna thinks they've got a shot. This thing went to 27-20, and they got a pin down there at 182 pounds. I don't think they thought they were going to get, Doug. And the whole thing went crazy. They've, they've tied this up. Or, Made it close. They're going to give Calavone a takedown. He had a feet-to-back takedown, but it was right at the buzzer, so they're going to say takedown. So Calavone at Grand Island is going to take a 4-3 lead. And Gretna now going for another pin. T.J. Huber, a 24-12 sophomore against 35-21 sophomore Chris Worthman of Millard South. This is another one of those coin flips. And if you get bonus points, Gretna needs more than a win. They're going to try and get bonus points. And time ran out of the period while... Uh, Huber had the cradle locked up, and they'll go to the second period. He leads it five to nothing. I know I would rather see Gretna Carney personally. I don't know if Swarm feels that way, but I'd like to see them come back. Okay, it's four to four. Beerman gets out for Carney. So minute thirty left in the third period, Doug. And these two bulls are going to do it right in the center. Been a fairly fast-moving morning. I know makes me happy. It's but things have been pretty smooth and have gone. Uh, only had a, only had a couple of uh, kind of moments so far this morning. Of course, the highlight probably was uh, over here with the two state champions uh, wrestled Trace Bosch of Amherst and McFarland of Elkhorn Valley, who came up two weights to wrestle Bosch, and he got the take uh, takedown with 35 seconds left in the match, and McFarland beat Bosch five to four. Yeah, Beerman just went feet to back. He's got Calavone flat on his back. 55 seconds left. There's the pin, Doug. Steven Behrman, Carney. Nice job by Behrman to win it in 5-0-5 and clinch the duel here for the Bearcats as they go up 37-18. to That's not clinched, I guess, with four matches left to go. Uh, technically, they could still catch up. Technically, uh, Lee Harrington is going <laughs> to wrestle in this duel. <laughs> so, tech, so on paper, yeah. uh, it's not over, but uh, it's over. Uh, we move up to 195 pounds here for Carney and Grand Island. And you get Sean Jackson here, who was third a week ago. I thought had a fabulous Saturday, Doug. Uh, he came back through uh, for the Bearcats and won his two matches and just did a great job to get third. 
We didn't really have a lot of Carney Grand Island head-to-head last week either. Doug, we had zero. They I was going to say, did we have any? No, they did not wrestle each other at the state meet a week ago. That is hard to believe. Not one single matchup between the Islanders and the Bearcats last week. So Sean Jackson against Oscar Richter. Update on your scores. Burke, 29. Columbus, 21. They're wrestling at 195 pounds. Lincoln East, 54. Lincoln Southeast, nothing at 220. Millard South, 27. Gretna, 20 at 195, with Gretna currently winning that. And Kearney is leading Grand Island 37-18 to 18 at 195 pounds. And now let's put a pin on the board for Sean Jackson, and that will officially do it with the pin in 34 seconds over Richter. And that makes the score 43-18. to 18. Yeah, that was big. That was emphatic. So, two matches left to go in this duel. Or three matches, excuse me. We've got to come back up to 106 pounds, don't we? Carney slated to send out Connor Brown and Grand Island. Not going to send anybody out, I don't think. Cape Sanchez listed. They won't. It'll be a win by forfeit. 49 to 18. Here comes the three-time medalist, two-time state champ, Big Lee. Geez, he's a big dude, Doug. This Grand Island heavyweight is no uh, small Ethan, kid. Ethan McPhillips, he's one of those heavyweights that probably does have to weigh in. Yeah, and Ethan McPhillips went 0-2 a week ago. And Harrington, he usually doesn't mess around. He's a heavyweight that says, if I can get this done in less than a minute, let's do it. Yeah, and he's... Riding the eight-match win streak at the state tournament. Oh. Actually, it'd be nine because he got fifth as a sophomore, so he won his last match there. Won nine straight. Oh, inside trip. Nice job. And the only match that went to the second period last week was the state final for Lee, winning it in the second period. That's exactly right. So he gets an inside trip, so he's going to take McPhillips down. So he'll lead two to zero here. Back over to this Gretna match. They had the pin, and then Huber had Worthman on his back and was up 5-0. Now it's 11-5, and Worthman riding on top. Uh, seems to be a little bit more in control of the match here. There's an escape by Huber, so he's up 12-5. If nothing else, he wants to score again, so at least he gets an extra bonus point yeah, he's here. He's got to get a takedown. He's got to get a takedown, Doug. 30 seconds left. He's got to get a takedown for his team. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get pinned, he can give up a five-point move. He can yeah. take a chance. Usually it's the guy behind that takes the chance. That will not be the case here. Oh, the Cobra. Harrington's going to get at least two backs there. I believe there was a couple swipes. Nope, they say no way. Down to 15 seconds over here in this Gretna match. And Huber just in a hand fight. And they're going to be on the edge of the mat, go out of bounds with nine seconds. This one looks like it's going to end up 12-5. Yeah, it does. So it's going to be 23-27 going to 220. So it looked like Huber was going to get some big points. He comes in on a double leg but slides off, and Millard South's actually going to get the takedown, and it'll end up 12-7. to But, yeah, it's now Gretna trailing Millard South. Millard South 27, Gretna 23 with three matches to go. And Gretna has a 220-pounder in Connor Fee that finished fourth last week, while Millard South has Gavin Petzmeyer, who finished second if they send them both out here at 220. The heavyweights were both state qualifiers, and then Millard South will have the huge advantage at 106, state runner-up against a non-qualifier for Gretna. So you kind of think right now it says 27-23. You assume pin at 106 for South, which would make it 33-23. to So Gretna is most likely going to have to get at least a pin 
in either the 220 or the heavyweight division, and it's unlikely that you would see a pin between a second and a fourth placer when you're the fourth placer. Right, and McPhillips is going to go to the second period here, just trailing 2-0 over Lee Harrington from Kearney. Harrington goes down straight to his feet. McPhillips has got a hold of a leg. We're going to have to return him here pretty soon, or they're going to warn him for stalling. They'll give him time to work. But he didn't need it. Harrington's able to get the trip, get the uh, reversal. He's up 4 to nothing with a minute 35 to go in the second period at heavyweight. And Harrington just starts immediately looking half. 49-18, so the duel's completely over. Well, Gretna just came out and got the pin at 220 pounds. Lance Jarrett, the 49-1 senior over 40-7 freshman Connor Hoy of Millard South. So Millard South sent out a different kid, and it looks like maybe they'll put Petsmeyer up to heavyweight. So it's 29-27 uh, Gretna, but we could see a pair of state runner-ups taking the mat here for Millard South. I assume that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I think that was the plan there. And this, again, why does Gretna Millard South matter to all of you? The winner of that duel will wrestle Carney in the, in the semis of this event. Lee Harrington finally able to tilt McPhillips, but I think it was just a one count. It's still just 4-0. to zero. McPhillips has wrestled tough here. Omaha Burke looks like they're going to get the best of Columbus as well. 35-21 and wrestling at 220. Only three matches to go and a 14-point lead. Yeah, and Burke clearly, I think, coming in is the better team, but that's a terrible matchup in the sense if you're Burke, you just don't want to duel Columbus. Adam does such a wonderful job getting his guys ready. Well, what we saw over here in the Gretna match is the 220s both bumped up to heavyweight. So instead of wrestling head-to-head at 220, uh, they will go at heavyweight. So 29-27, Gretna really has to win this to give themselves a five-point cushion, and that might not be enough when they go into the final match. Yeah, then it's stay off your back, bro. (laughs) Yeah. You know, do whatever you got to do. And sometimes it's very hard, Doug, to pin somebody when that's the only thing that has to happen. It's not about winning or losing. It's pin him, and that gets really tough. Well, McPhillips has found a way to stay alive and actually take Lee Harrington into the third period. We'd have to get into our research to see the last time that Harrington was in a third period in any match. Yeah, it hasn't been in the postseason. It's 4-0 to zero here, and McPhillips is going to take down. Interesting to see what kind of shape Harrington's in. You know, he doesn't have very many matches like this, Doug. No, and... When you're a big guy and you've dominated everybody, you figure you're going to come out and probably dominate your three opponents here or not worry about being in a tough match. But Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island, just a 500 record as a junior, is hanging right in there. Well, he's a big kid, that McPhillips is. And a lot of wrestling on the edge of the mat here. Harrington's got to find a way to bring him back in. And I think they're going to go scoreless. 15 seconds left in that first period with Grett and Millard South. Gretna got the pinstripes on. I think they wore about four different singlets in this duel. (laughs) You are listening to the State High School Duel Championships. All of D is done. The teams that were supposed to win won. Burwell, the one seed. Mullen, the two seed. Elkhorn Valley, the three seed, beating Amherst. And then Maxwell, the four seed. They have all advanced onto the semifinals. We'll hear the all-class semifinals beginning at two on Classic Hits 98-9. All four Class A duels are continuing, and we did have a scoreless first period over there in the Gretna-Millard-South match, and Gretna's Connor Fee will take down to start the second period. Lee Harrington gives the escape here to McPhillips. There's one minute remaining in the match, and Harrington is up 4-1. to one. 
I mean, you don't expect anything weird here out of McPhillips, but Harrington has not been able to dominate this. But if he, if Harrington went for that inside trip again, and he, he went for it in kind of a long, lunging way, if McPhillips had run him over there, he could go feet to back there. Harrington's got to be a little bit careful. Yeah, Lee's not going to get run over in football or in wrestling, but that was the one opportunity where he might have put himself yeah. at a little bit of risk. Now back over here, Gretna Millard South. Millard South trying to lock up a cradle from the top, and they've got that cradle on Connor Fee, and Fee is in trouble. This might Big wrap trouble. it up. Oh, he's in trouble of getting pinned. He's, he's stuck. It's over at Millard South. Unless there's a monumental upset at 106, he's going to win the duel. 33-29. As the state runner-up, Gavin Petzmeyer, beats Connor Fee, who finished fourth last week. They did it at 220, but they both bumped up here to heavyweight. And Millard South has a 106-pound state runner-up. Let's see if Gretna even sends anybody out. They will. They will. They'll wrestle the 106er. And now Harrington gets a takedown, but Harrington is going to have to wrestle six minutes. He does get McPhillips' turn for some near-fall points, but time will run out, and McPhillips wrestles the whole six minutes with the two-time state champion. Yeah, doesn't doesn't even give up any bonus there, Doug. That's just going to be 8-1, regular victory for Big Lee. Goes out and gets the lungs blown out. So what can happen down here? It's a four-point match uh, with Gretna and Millard South, and Millard South quickly gets the takedown. little near-arm far leg. Yeah, Gretna sent out Jackson Hodovy. He's a freshman at 10 and 33 against 50 and 5 state runner-up Caleb Coyle, also a freshman from Millard South. Yeah, these two dudes have probably done it before, but Coyle looked really good there. Now Carney and Grand Island, the final wrestlers in this duel. Dalen Ritchie of Carney will come out at 106. The anticipated matchup with Alicio Ramirez, who finished third last week at state. For Grand Island. Yeah, and Alicio Ramirez is a really tough kid, Doug, uh, and had a really good state tournament, lost a close match, and then just battled his way all the way back to the bronze medal. Yeah, overtime in the quarterfinals and came all the way back, uh, a match that looked like maybe he was going to win, but ended up losing 12-10. to 10. Yes. As a senior, to be able to weigh 106 pounds. Such an advantage. Both of these kids are seniors, both Ramirez and Richie. I'm thinking maybe as a fourth grader, fifth grader for me. <laughs> Caleb Coyle is up eight to three over here for Millard South. So Omaha Burke, Lincoln East, Kearney, and Millard South are going to be the teams that advance on to the Class A uh, semifinals. Coming up, we'll have a quick recap on the New West Post Game Show and get you set for all of that. But let's take a break, and we'll be back with more wrestling in a moment. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. 
Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. And a couple of the duels are now officially in the books on uh, mat number one. Omaha Burke downs Columbus 44-27. And number one, Lincoln East, with the only shutout of the day, they beat Lincoln Southeast 70-0. Yeah, that was a big one, 70 to nothing. That's That's a whipping. Now back down here to what's going on for Carney and Grand Island. Yeah, 52-18. Carney's going to win the duel. Alicio Ramirez down there, third-place finisher from a week ago, wrestling Dalen Ritchie, 31-16. And, and Ritchie didn't get to the state, we, uh, state meet a week ago, Doug, and that was one of those guys they didn't get through that district that it really would have mattered for. Tech fall down here for Millard South, and they will win it 38 38- to 29 38 to 29 Millard South the two-time defending champion with a little bit of the mini upset here over Gretna mini the keyword yeah yeah that was a tremendous matchup right out of the shoot you would have liked to have seen these teams and I, I get it you can't do it because as we said earlier the way that it's seated but you would have liked to have seen one of them maybe wrestle southeast or and see this uh seated a little bit better but so we're down to the final match of the quarterfinals here at the 2018 duels, and Ramirez of Grand Island has the 2-0 lead, make it 3-0 now as he gets the escape here in the early moments of the second period. Ramirez up 3-0 over Richie of Carney, a minute and a half to go in period number two. And Alicio takes a nice shot there, shoots Richie right off the mat. And, you know, Dalen Richie, good technically. Alicio Ramirez is a real pounder. Uh, always coming forward. It's a good matchup here. Alicio's able to get the takedown and ride out and then get the escape to be able to have a 3-0 lead. He's in on another leg. He's in tough here. They're right on the edge. He's got it up in the crotch. Got it pitted. Richie's doing a nice job there going wizard wrist. Very important. Get that wizard in. Get to the far wrist. It just makes it next to impossible for the other wrestler to finish. Ramirez is doing a really good job here and there. Dalen Ritchie fights it off. 45 seconds to go here in the second period. Alicio Ramirez, like I said, he's a pounder. Gets right back in, and now he's going to cut that finish off. He should be okay. Ritchie's got that wizard in. That's a, that wizard is hanging on by two fingernails, they, and they did just award the two. So now it's going to be 5-0 to zero with 20 seconds left in the second period. Pretty hard for youngsters to listen to instructions even here yeah. at the state meet. <laughs> I think he said clear them out about ten times in the last five minutes. And right. Still haven't happened. I don't know why. They're not out there cleaning them. So. But anyway... We are about three hours into our wrestling here, and we are going to go to the third period with Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island leading Dalen Ritchie of Kearney by a score of 5 to nothing. Final match of these quarterfinals. Yeah, and Ritchie's going to go down, he says. He wanted to right away. He turned around and looked at Ty and said, I'm going down. So two minutes, and then we will be on to our new West postgame show. We'll recap uh, what has happened here score-wise. Larry will have a couple of the individual highlights. We've had four-time state champions. We've had state champions going against each other. And uh, in the team race, uh, biggest surprise, is it is it uh, Gretna falling to Millard South? Is it Burke over Columbus? Did we see something else today? 
Uh, there was no real major upset. We had a couple close ones. Battle Creek about went down to that, Arlington, and Cambridge was too short of Mullen. Yeah, I, I think that really was the piece, those two there, Cambridge pushing Mullen and then uh, Battle Creek uh, getting pushed by Arlington. So we start this third period. Nothing has changed yet. Uh, Ramirez has rode out Richie for the first 30 seconds here in the third period, and Ramirez up by a score of 5 to nothing. But otherwise, I think team-wise, this thing has gone the way we thought it would to this point. Hastings, so far to me, has looked the most electric. All the semifinals, though, what what do you see, especially for our area with Hastings Northwest and Kearney High? I think Kearney High, it's going to depend on Nick James. Is he in this lineup or not? I think that will be really important because Millard South's got enough. Um, for Grand Island Northwest, they're going to have to – how do they match this up against Scott? Scott just brings a lot of firepower. Scott brings a bunch of state champs in to this thing. Northwest brings a bunch of state runner-ups in. You know, big rematch at 113 pounds. This duel will kind of hinge there. Remember, that's going to be a 2-1 victory. Uh, Northwest last week beat Lazure from Omaha Scott Catholic, who was the returning state champion from a year ago. So really good matchup there. Finally, Richie's able to get the escape down here, but time is winding down. 45 seconds to go. Ramirez of Grand Island is up 5-1. to one. They'll go out of bounds. A restart now down to 30 seconds to go. And I will say, I think Hastings blasts Blair. Well, let's see if they can after somewhat of a disappointing uh, team result last week in Omaha, going in as the number one team in the state. Yeah, they, they just had one bad round. They had about three bad hours. That was about it. Well, there's a shot by Richie. He can't finish. Countered here by Ramirez. He might get a late takedown with 10 seconds to go, but we get a potentially dangerous, and we'll restart it with nine seconds. No scoring, and so Ramirez looks like he's going to hold on and kind of control this 106-pounder. Yep, five to one. Really nice match. It was very, it was Alicio Ramirez style. That's how he wrestles. That's how he got third a week ago. And that'll make the final score of the duel. Carney 52 and Grand Island. 18, and we will be back with the New West Post Game Show in one minute here on ESPN. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. In Class A, it was Carney High. 52-21 to was the final score over Grand Island. Braden Smith defeated Juan Pedro 8 to nothing. Riley Steele over Colby Lucas-Savage 6-5. Philip Mumi pinned Brody Arents in one minute. Tyson Seppel of Kearney beat Giovanni Coronado in 135, and then the injury. Zach Cuda was up 4-1 to one 
actually two to one. The injury actually occurred uh, on that move. It would have been four to one with just 30 seconds to go. So he beats Nick James by injury default. Yes. So, and I think that's the deal. We'll try to find out, but that will be the key. Is is Nick James able to go? Deontay Wilson beat Jacob Shelton in 217. Grand Island's Colton Sliva beat Carter Abels by a pin in 536. Gus Franzen of Kearney beat Aiden Williams of Grand Island in 314. Alex Terris of Grand Island pinned Matt Oliphant of Kearney in three minutes. Steve Beerman of Kearney pinned Dayton Kielavone of Grand Island in 506. Sean Jackson of Kearney pinned Oscar Richter in 34 seconds. Connor Brown of Kearney wins by forfeit. Lee Harrington of Kearney had to go the whole match and beat Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island eight. Eight to one, and then Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island beats Taylor Ritchie at 106 pounds, five to one, for a final score of 52 to uh, 21. So for Carney High, they will advance on to take on Millard South in the semifinals on Classic Hits 98-9. Coming up at two o'clock, Millard South winning it 38 to 29 over Gretna. Larry, quick look at what Millard South and Carney High's matchup will be like. Well, that's going to be a good matchup, Doug. What a, a, again, um, I don't know that they'll mess with the lineup too much, but in these upper weights, you really need Oliphant, uh, Beerman, Sean Jackson, Connor Brown, Lee Harrington to roll. That's where Millard South struggled. They let Gretna get back in that duel late by not having a lot of firepower up top. Oliphant has struggled a little bit here. He's lost three matches in a row, Doug, uh, here to end this season. They need him uh, to get going. And then the other semifinal in Class A, Lincoln East beating Lincoln Southeast 70 to nothing. We'll take on the five-seed Omaha Burke, who beat Columbus 44 to 27. So these uh, consolation matches will get going at 12 noon. Lincoln Southeast turns around and uh, wrestles Columbus. Columbus will be the big favorite there after Southeast got shut out. And then Gretna will try and stay alive as uh, they take on Grand Island. So we'll see if the Islanders can uh, get a win and then wrestle for fifth place. In Class D, uh, Amherst, first time they've ever lost here at the state duels. Elkhorn Valley beat them 48-21. to 21. Uh, Amherst winners, uh, Cooper Johnson won by a forefoot. Sam Florell won by a forefoot. Jaron Potts, a 7-6 win over Mitchell Peterson. And then uh, we had the double forefoot at 195. At 220, Drew Bogard was a winner by pin in a minute and 17 seconds. And so uh, Amherst really only won two true matches in this one. They had a couple of really tight ones. Uh, Dylan Stewart beat Isaiah Shields in the tiebreaker 5-3. to three. Dylan Stewart, a state champion. And then Josh McFarland of Elkhorn Valley bumped up uh, two weights to wrestle Amherst state champion Trace Bosch and a takedown with 35 seconds to go gave McFarland the 5-4 win. Yeah, and that was a treat for the fans today. I hope everybody understood uh, who that was over there, you know, two state champs. You don't get that very often here where two state champs face off in this event because clearly they're in the same class. They'd have been at the same weight. So uh, that was a real treat, and it the match delivered. And so it will be Burwell beating Pender 63-12. to They'll wrestle Maxwell, a 46-36 winner over Tri-County. Elkhorn Valley, who beats Amherst 48-21, will take on Mullen, a 38-36 winner over Cambridge. Pender will take on Tri-County, and then Amherst will wrestle here again at 12 noon, just getting underway. And they will take on Cambridge, someone that they should be pretty familiar with, although this year they weren't in the same district. Right, but they still see each other enough. Cambridge is a tough team, Doug. You know, we were, we've been able to watch them the last couple weeks in a row, and uh, 
that lineup they've got up top is for real. And then in Class B and C earlier today, Blair had to win the final match at 106, the top seed to survive Skyler 39-36. They'll duel Hastings in the semifinals. Hastings rolled Platts with 56-18. Cranleton Northwest beat Sydney 51-30, and they'll take on Omaha Scutt, who beat Wahoo 44-30 here in the Constellations, just getting ready to go in B. Skyler will take on Plattsmouth. And Sydney will take on Wahoo. And then in Class C, number one Aquinas beat Wilbur Claytonia 47-29. They'll duel Valentine in the semifinals, a 42-33 winner over David City. Broken Bow beat Loganview 58-9. And they'll take on Battle Creek, who won over Arlington by criteria. Arlington actually got a pin in the final weight class to tie it, but Battle Creek won it by criteria. 38 to 37. So the consolations here in C getting ready to go. David City against Wilbur Claytonia and Arlington against. Logan View. Well, I just, I mean, that's just unbelievable. Wilbur Clay, Tony, and David City are wrestling in the first round wrestlebacks. Man, those are two good teams that both, like in, in a lot of years, could win this tournament. That is our New West postgame show. If you are an ESPN listener, go ahead and keep it here. We'll be updating you throughout the rest of the day on how things are going. We're just getting ready for the Consolation semifinals, then the championship semifinals at two on Classic Hits 98.9. The third and fifth place matches are. Uh, getting ready at 3.30, and then the championship duels at 5.30, and we'll also have those on Classic Hits 